Good morning, church. Well, I feel like I'm just up here taking space because the Lord's pretty much doing what he put on my heart to share, but I just want to just kind of confirm that what we're doing this morning, this is just the beginning, that going forward, I'm going to elaborate in just a minute, but going forward, there's more. There, there, there's more than to this. This is just isn't about a Sunday morning where we're committed to sharing a thing for a particular Sunday. This is meant to be a lifestyle. This is meant to be a place where we come together and practice so that what we grow in does not stay in the four walls but goes outside of these walls to where, wherever the Lord leads us in our place of work, our family, home group, wherever it is. So, this morning I want to share with you a familiar scripture from 1 Corinthians 14, 26. And there we find these words. What then, brothers? When you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue or an interpretation. Let all things be done for building up. And there's just one more scripture that I want to add to that. As I was hearing the service and going on, I was transitioning and hearing what God was saying and things being moved around. But at the end of 1 Corinthians 14, there's a verse that said, let all things be done in decency and in order. And the, the wording of that is, if you, have you ever seen a military march, the Marines, whenever they march, they're all in sync. When they turn, they turn in sync. They're, they're not out of alignment. There's not one thing that you can notice, but they're, they're all in sync. So everything is done with an, with an order and with precision. And so with, with what we are doing here, what we are doing this morning, we are doing it with the idea, with the, with the heart, if you will, of orderliness and, 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 and that flow, if you will. And I just really want to commend you, my fellow brothers and sisters, for, for stepping out. So, let's take a moment here to pray. Father, I just thank you for the gift of this day. I thank you for your amazing love. We thank you for who you are. We thank you that you're here in our midst and that time after time after time, through the week when we gather on Sunday, you neither slumber nor sleep. You watch over our going in and going out and everything in between. Your plans for us, your great love for us, we we bow our hearts before you. We stand in awe of you and the wonder of who you are and your great love. Father, these things that you have given to me today to share, these, these points, if you will. Father God, I pray that as they are shared, as I share them, release and impart and activate everything that you want to accomplish in us by your Holy Spirit, in terms of your great love, in terms of how you want to manifest that love, in terms of the words we share, in terms of the prayers that we pray. Father, give us revelation 
and let us walk wholeheartedly in awe, beholding you and following your leading with a whole heart. In Jesus' name, amen. So, the Lord was very specific in giving me a couple of uh, points to share, if you will. And the first point that I want to share with you in light of this, this verse here, when we come together, that is that he, he wanted me to, to cast the vision. And casting the vision and reading this verse is that when we come together, every one of us has something to bring. And I felt when he said the word cast the vision that he wanted to release, that he wanted to impart, that he wanted to activate, that, that there are more new things that are going to be happening, that are going to unfold, that are going to be revealed, that are going to be made manifest. And not to shy away or think that somehow, you know, when this Sunday comes and goes, that now we're going to kind of like revert back to the way it was. But that as, as we're going forward in a new year, there are new things, new things that God's going to unfold and do through each one of us. And so in casting the vision... I'm saying that with the authority of Christ in me to, to activate. And specifically, in 2020, in one of the, uh, the things that we had put forward there, I believe that he wants me to reiterate that going into this year and what we're about. And that one point here is stepping out with expectation in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But I want to go back to the first part of that. Stepping out with expectation. So don't look to the person next to you. Look to the person that's in your seat. Stepping out, and me included, stepping out with expectation. I'm going to repeat that throughout the thing. Stepping out with expectation. And so where does that expectation come from? That comes from him. He gives it. It's not us self-generating it. It's not us building ourselves up and casting the vision. He's revealing something. He's setting something in motion. He's giving something for the purpose for us to be able to see it and enter into it. So in Joshua chapter 3, at, at the end of the service last week, those that were here, there were two prophetic words that I believe went hand in hand. And they, the first word had to do with it was from Joshua 3, 5, where it said, consecrate yourselves. And we, we were deliberate and we came forward and did that. We set apart ourselves. But that verse goes on to say, before they crossed the River Jordan, consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. I am going on record. I am believing that the Lord is going to be in a greater way doing wonders among us. I'm not saying that he hasn't done them in the times past. Hear me clearly. And I'm not trying to put down anything that we've had or done in the past. I'm saying that this, and I'm reminding God, these are your words. This is what you told me. I'm speaking it out. 
and unbelieving God to do this. And I think, yes, God, this is what you said. This is what the, this is what, when you look at David and other people who remind God of his promises, this is what he says. This is what we are to, in part, be doing. So, consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And that could be in, in the terms of miracles and in terms of you getting up before somebody, sharing a testimony, you getting up out of your seat, praying for somebody and somebody being healed. It could be some, you praying for somebody and the, word, the Lord giving you a word that changes, that puts that person on a different trajectory. You don't know, but the Lord does. But when we do that, there will be profound results. And even there, the Lord says, don't despise small beginnings. And then the second part of that message, uh, that prophetic word, if you will, had to do with, uh, Leah shared it, had to do with David inquiring of the Lord. Isn't it ironic that we went back to Psalm 27 again today and shared from that psalm, inquiring of the beauty of the Lord. I don't believe that was by accident. I believe the Lord is making a point. And, and, and she went on to share about David, asking questions of the Lord. It's okay to ask. In our asking, we're beholding. In our asking, we're expressing our dependency and our love and our adoration for him. It's not like he's a boss and we're a client and we're sitting down and he's a boss and you're a number on a, a cog on a wheel. No. When we get together in that atmosphere, that intimacy, it's a father coming together with his son, a father coming along with his daughter. And just let me say this real quick about that 1 Corinthians 14, 26 passage. And that is this. When you come together, that coming together, you know what that word really means in the Greek? It means completeness. So if you're not here, if you're not operating in that gift, somehow I'm incomplete. But it says when we all come together, everybody has something to give. And so when, when I go to work, my boss has all the tools. What is he asking of me? He's asking me to show up and to be willing to do the job. It's not me trying to figure out. He knows. And so in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18, it says, He sets in place as it pleases Him. I think it's pretty neat. You know, we're called disciples. We're called believers. But when He makes you a part of His body, I think that describes, that takes it, brings it to another place of intimacy that if he's the head and we're the body, that's just an amazing thing to be a part of his body. And he sets you in place. That means he has, he's going to equip you for the very things that he wants you to do in the body. Ephesians 4, 15 and 16. I'm saying all of these things now under the context of casting the vision. And so with each one of these scriptures and what I'm saying, I pray that the eyes of your heart seize this, grasp it, meditate on it, chew on it. 
And in Ephesians 4, 15 and 16, it says, Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. Are you hearing this? Where each part is working properly and the body and makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. So there's a goal to this. It's, it's not only every joint supplying, but it's all done in love. And as we heard earlier about the beholding him and, and loving him for who he is, that's, that's the fuel, if you will, along with faith. So this morning, is a, in my preparation for this, and this Sunday, one of the things that God reminded me of what was, was this, that when we get together with him and, and we're learning how to move and flow in the gifts, he's not a driving instructor who sits down next to us like we're going to do our driver's test with a clipboard. And, yep, is he doing this right? Is he doing that right? Nope, nope. Oh, sorry, you flunked. No, he's not a driving instructor. He's our heavenly father. And he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so, very quickly here, what I want to share with you is that leading up to today, there were two messages ahead of this that I believe were loaded with wisdom and biblical truth that I believe are worth reviewing and going back over because every time when I went back over those notes, there was always something new to be gleaned. So going back first to Tom's message and what he shared about hearing God's voice, just a couple things. I'm not going to go over the whole message. Trust me, I'm not. He started out by talking about in the military branches of, that there were the elite, there were the, the seals, the green beret, and, and those, those kinds of people. That hearing God is not just for a select few or the elite. And it's not a one-size-fits-all. But there was so much more there. And I felt that those, those two messages, what, what Tom shared and what Wayne shared, were, were like went hand in glove that laid the groundwork for what we're doing today and going forward. And then Eli's word to Samuel, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And I just want to say this morning, you guys have been listening. And you, what I'm sharing, I'm just confirming to you. But there's one, there's one more thing that I, that I want to share with you, two more things, and that's very quickly this. This morning, as we are going to continue to move in having something to share, what I am not asking is that everybody come up and use the microphone. If you feel that you have a word to share, run it by an elder and then 
we'll go from there. Pray in the Spirit and ask the Lord to put someone on your heart. But pray and say, Lord, is there someone? And then respond to that leading. And whatever the Lord moves on your heart to do, then do it. For the person on the receiving end of the prayer, if it's a word, listen to the word and test it. But I would also say if you feel that you have a word for a person, test it against the scripture before you give it. Just don't, just don't go and give it, but test it. And like I said, run it by an elder. And maybe the Lord does have a word for you, for the body. Run it by an elder before you give it, and then just as a safeguard. The other thing I just want to say in closing is this, that when a person, if a person prays with you, for you, ministers to you, and it really it hits the target, let them know. I think that's something that's very easily overlooked. And that person would have no clue. But if what the person shares, prays, or in some way ministers to you, it hits the target, let them know so that they can grow in confidence and that they can grow in their, yeah, I did hear the Lord. Thank you, Lord. And, and to build them up in terms of every joint supplying and going forth. So I just want to leave it with that. And as we enter back into to worship here, there's a scripture that says in Ephesians, it says, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourself psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. So as we worship, expect God to fill you with His Spirit, pray, and then follow His leading. This is just the beginning. We have crossed the Jordan, and now we're, we're going in.